Episode 2. The title of this story is Strictly Sexy. And so we begin. Ricky Martin blasts out the speakers as we push our way through the club to the bar. God, it's like 2002 all over again. Amy shouts over the noise. I grin back. It's Friday night, and after a long week at work, we're hitting that vodka. Hard. It's already been four hours since the first drink passed our lips, and we're nowhere near done. Two double vodkas and diet cokes, please. I asked the barman. Why don't we do this more often, Ellie? Amy asks. Well, I hate my job, Amy says, taking a long sip of her drink and sliding into a booth. I know, honey, but something will come up soon, I promise. But in the meantime, we're here to have fun. Right? You're right, Amy says. We down our drinks and take to the dance floor. The club is packed and there are men doing some seriously embarrassing dad dancing. I spy a friend Anna waving her arms around in the corner and we squeeze past some bump and grinders to join her. Oh, I didn't know you came here, I said, giving her a hug. Oh yeah, I do dance classes on Wednesdays and then come and show off my moves on Friday. <laughs> Anna laughs. What? Dance classes? I ask, one eye on Amy, who is by now doing some serious Beyonce-style moves with a hot guy. Salsa, Anna says, you guys should definitely come. It's really fun. A bit like Strictly Come Dancing without Craig Revel, giving you that evil eye. It's really hilarious. And Marcus, the teacher, oh my god, he is hot. I'm sold, I say. I'll try it. Definitely. Out of the corner of my eye, guess what I see? I see Amy snogging that hot random guy in the middle of the dance floor, and I just sigh. She always pulls on nights out. I really wish I had her guts. Come on, Anna says, taking my hand. This is our song. All the single ladies is playing, and I smile as she starts showing off her nifty footwork, and men, men are just staring. Looks like those salsa lessons have taught her a few moves. So I stick my hand in the air. Maybe it's time to get a few moves on my own. Next Wednesday evening, and the club looks completely different with all the lights on. As Amy and I make our way downstairs to the basement bar, it becomes clear it's even tackier than it seems at night after one too many. The wallpaper is peeling white meets the ceiling. The floor is sticky, and there's some seriously grabby stains on the sofas. Ew. But salsa night is popular. I mean, that least 30 people chatting while a few cheesy tunes play in the background. I spot Anna at the bar talking to a guy. There are a few marrieds in their 40s, a gay couple, but the rest are women who are 20-something. There's really a severe lack of hot men. Amy groans. Well, what do you expect? I whisper back, learning to pull off a perfect pasodobo is hardly on most blocks bucket list. So, are you ready for a dance-off? Anna asks. But I barely hear the question, because the man next to Anna has turned around, pushing my heart into my mouth and flipping my stomach inside out. There's heat spreading up from my knickers through my body and revealing itself in my face, which, by the way, is blushing furiously. 
Oh God, he's what can be described as a god. Six foot of delicious black cows, olive skin, and five o'clock shadow on the most handsome face I have ever seen. I know I'm staring, but I can't help myself. His mouth moving as he holds out a hand towards me, but I just stand there, still staring. My heart is beating so quickly. I can hear the whoosh in my ears over the chatter and music. Amy then pinches my arm. Ouch. Hello, Ali. I'm Marcos, he says in a sexy accent. He's gently laughing at me. His mouth is twitching as he tries not to suppress his amusement. I shake his hand limply. Anna shakes her head and mouths. He's gay. And even if he wasn't, why would a man like that want to act out any of the fantasies that are currently racing through my head with me? The flash subsides and my knickers stop singing. I tune into the conversation. So, how long have you been teaching salsa? Anna asks. Well, since I left school, he says, looking at each of us in turn. And I'm thrilled Anna has brought her friends along. We'll have a lot of fun. I promise. He winks at me, and I can't help but sigh. Within minutes, we are lined up, following his footsteps, circling our hips, and learning to place our arms. Of course, Amy's my partner, and we're trying not to snigger as we move back and forth without stepping on each other's toes. I mean, it's not exactly a scene out of dirty dancing, though. An hour later, and I've danced with nearly everyone in the room, my stomach hurts from laughing. It's the most fun I've had in weeks, but I get the feeling that my feet are going to ache tomorrow morning. As the class comes to an end, we gather at the bar. So, same time next week? Marcos asks. You got potential. He continues. Seven, Anna shouts in her best Len Goodman voice. We wouldn't miss it, I say. I'm now outside, standing, waiting for Amy. But damn, it's freezing. This girl is never on time, but this is ridiculous. Finally, my mobile rings. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, she says. I've got to work late. I swear I'll make it up to you. I promise. Brilliant. Just brilliant. There's no way I'm going in on my own and making a fool of myself. As I turn to leave, I bump straight into Marcos. Hey, Ellie, how are you? He says with a grin. Despite myself, I blush. He might never be into me, but Marcos has the most amazing. Well, um, everything? Awkward. Great, thanks. But Amy can't make it. No problem, Marcos says. I have a partner for you. Perfect. There goes my get out plan. Marcus holds the door open for me and I make my way inside. This is going to be a hideous night. No doubt spent trampling all over some stranger's feet. Muttering to myself, I head downstairs with Marcus following me behind. 
only to trip and stumble down the last couple of steps, landing on my knees with a thump. If I thought I had any dignity left from last week's lesson, well, that's all gone now. Shaking my head, I'm suddenly aware of a pair of black shoes right in front of me and a hand reaching down to help me up. Are you okay? A voice asks, one whose accent matches Marcus's. I glance up and take the hand, but I lose my balance and I end up on my ass when I see his face. A slightly older version of Marcos is stood there, all Brazilian and beautiful. He's looking down at me with identical dark eyes and the same olive skin and black hair. And he's having exactly the same effect as Marcos had on me the week before. Oh. He pulls me to my feet and I blush. Again, talk about uh, I carried a watermelon moment. Marcos standing watching with a smirk on his face. Hmm. I see you've met my cousin, Alfredo, he says. Fred, this is Ali. Hi. I inspect my stockings. Thankfully, they haven't laddered and run my hands over my little black dress. Thank God I had a work meeting which I actually made an effort for instead of turning up in jeans like I usually do. Are you okay? Fred asks. His eyes travel down from my eyes to my legs, which are getting heavier by the second. Um, fine, thank you. I say, trying to ignore my throbbing knee, which is matching the throbbing in my pants. Come, Fred is still holding my hand. So he leads me to the bar where the others are gathered for a pre-lesson drink. Anna's chatting to a couple of guys who weren't here last week, but her mouth drops open when she sees me and Fred. I shrug and smile. Ellie, where's Amy? She asks, looking behind me as Fred orders me a drink. Well, she's working late and can't make it, I say. I just stacked it on the stairs and I fell at Fred's feet. Literally. I've never been so embarrassed in my life. Anna's trying so hard not to laugh, and I groan as I tell her what happened. Ellie, will you be okay to dance? Fred asks, resting a hand on the small of my back. Sparks shoot up my spine. Oh my god. Yes, of course, I say, just a bruised ego, but I'll be okay. So, you'll be dancing with me. Oh, God. Ten minutes later, and I'm spinning under his arm, stepping on his toes, and yet feeling as if I'm in the most erotic dance movie ever made. Forget Johnny Castle. I have no idea where Fred's hands are supposed to be, but they seem to be lingering a moment too long in all the right places. And I like it. I like it a lot. His all broad back and strong arms. I can't think of anything apart from how much I'd like everyone else to disappear so I can be alone with this man. As the class comes to an end, Fred takes my hand and leads me away from everyone else and takes me to the bar. Wait, could he? Um, I glance behind and see Anna raise an eyebrow in our direction. Fred stops and leans against a door marked private, pulling me towards him and sliding his arm around my waist. I can feel the heat through his dark blue shirt. He kisses my neck gently. 
it whispers in my ear. Ellie, you are incredibly sexy. And if it's okay with you, I'd like to be on my own with you. I gasp as he reaches behind me, pushing the door handle, and we stumble in. It's an admin office with a large desk, a sofa, and lots of boxes of booze. I kick the door shut behind me with my foot, and it's pitch black before Fred flicks on a lamp on the desk, giving out a dim glow. Fred perches on the edge of the desk and beckons me over. I step towards him. His hands are in my hair. His mouth is on mine. My tongue begins a dance of its own with his. Fred bites my bottom lip. I can't help but push my body into his. He looks into my eyes and traces a finger across my lips. Are you sure this is what you want? He asks. I place my hands on his chest in answer. Tackling the buttons of his shirt, I can safely say, I've never wanted anything more. With his mouth on my neck, I feel his hand on the zip at the back of my dress. With one swift movement, it's undone, and I shiver as I feel the air against my skin. Looping one finger under each strap, Fred pushes the dress off my shoulder, and it falls to my feet. I'm stood in my black lacy bra, pants and stockings. He stares at me for a long moment, peeling off his shirt to reveal a perfect brown body. I kick my dress to one side and snatch at his belt and start unbuckling it. But before I can tug his trousers off, he grabs my wrists, pinning them behind me, and he spins me around so I'm bent over the desk. My chest pressed against the cold top. I can't see him, but I can feel him. I can feel him behind me, the clunk of his belt and the trousers hitting the floor. His foot pushes my feet apart and suddenly I can feel his hot breath on my back as he rains kisses down my spine. Then his hands are on my body, teasing my knickers down. His fingers creep inside me. And as he explores, I start to moan. Shuddering, I hold the desk as waves of pleasure start lapping through my entire body. I feel Fred's crouch down behind me, forcing my legs even farther apart as he starts kissing my bum, working his way towards my wetness, moving his fingers to allow for his greedy tongue, which is pushing inside me. I moan and I push back to feel him deeper and deeper and deeper. My legs are trembling and his left hand is holding me in place as I grind into him. An orgasm explodes and I judder, feeling myself come. As I catch my breath, I hear the sound of foil tearing. Touching my shoulder softly, he whispers. Turn around. I slowly push myself up and turn to face him. He's just stood there, grinning, looking at my quivering body and drinking it in. He's the most perfect man I've ever seen. A broad, toned chest, glistening with sweat. I glance down at him and I see him hard and ready. 
His eyes don't leave mine as he rolls a condom on and steps forward. I've never been this bold with anyone before, but in this room, in this half-lit room, I feel a world away from the me who blushed and tripped and was so scared to take his hand earlier this evening. Leaning towards me, he reaches round and undoes my bra with one expert snap of the fingers, bending toward and taking a nipple in his mouth, sucking and gently biting until I moan again. Lifting me up by the hips, he balances me on the edge of the desk and takes himself in his hand. He kisses me furiously. I can still taste myself in him. Then I feel him teasing into me, and I take a breath as my muscles spasm. Gripping onto him as he thrusts deep inside, I wrap my legs around his waist, and he leans even farther forward until I can take no more. We begin to rock back and forth, back and forth, as he eases out and in again. Deep inside, I'm throbbing, a dull ache left over from my first orgasm, staging, coming back to life. You are so, so sexy. He groans as he slams into me and the pace builds. His barking and thrashing, the desk is scrapping backwards and I'm clinging onto him, both of us slipping as the heat builds. Please, I groan. The familiar sensation is building, but I don't know if I can catch the wave and ride it. It's so ferocious. I realize I'm screaming as Fred pushes harder and harder. It's an exquisite agony and I'm almost in tears. I shudder, backing against Fred who holds on tight and groans into my ear as he marches my orgasm, wave for wave. We're still, panting together, our hearts racing. I lie back, trying to catch my breath. And Fred slowly eases out of me. I look down and my stockings are ripped where Fred toward them in a moment of lust. After a moment, Fred passes me my pants and bra. Thank you, he says. I smile, slipping my dress back on and Fred steps forward and motions for me to turn so he can zip it back up. As he does, he pushes my hair to one side, kissing my neck and nibbling on my ear. I feel my body come back to life. Is this what heaven feels like? I think to myself. Fred spins me back round and kisses me passionately, one hand holding my body close to his. He's dressed now, but I run my hands over his chest and I kiss him back. Suddenly, there's a loud knock at the door. Come in, Fred says as we pull apart. It's Marcos. As he pops his head round the door, he takes one look at us. And he just laughs. Extraditioner, he says. Well, something like that, I reply. I needed to work on my hip action. The end. This story was written by Millie Curry and was published on January 31st, 2018.